At Armstrong, your connectivity is backed by local technicians, our 24-7 network operations team, and our 24-7 customer service center. Armstrong, unmatched employees, unmatched customer care, unmatched fiber network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 2 of Armstrong in the Loop Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Prentice. Today's episode is truly special, as I'm honored to be joined by Pennsylvania State Representative Marcy Mostello. Marcy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Seth. Thank you. Marcy, you began serving the 11th Legislative District in June, and we thought it would be a great time to see how the past six months have been and a roadmap for 2020. So with that being said, how have your six months been as State Representative? It's been very busy. (laughs) Um, I started, I was sworn in on June 4th down in Harrisburg in our capital and immediately took my seat and started voting. So during the whole month of June is historically our budget season, our budget month that we go through it. So it really was a trial by fire, learning as I went. And um, it, uh, it all worked out, but it was just so much of a learning curve. You know, a lot of my colleagues who are freshmen um, had the advantage of having an orientation, you know, six months into it, had six months behind them under their belt, learned a lot. But, um, but when I got there, it felt comfortable just learning a lot, asking a lot of questions. I'm not afraid to ask a question if I don't know something. So it's really what got me through for that first month of June, which was a very, very busy month. Uh, talk about how critical the fiscal budget was for you. Well, you know, we have to look at the district as a region, as a county. So you have to learn everything going on around you to really understand where you're from and what you're doing. So this budget was um, very meaningful. A lot of ag money that uh, went to some of the local farmers that really needed help. You know, they're always struggling. They're so dependent on the weather. So Mm -hmm. they need a little boost here and there. So um, education was also a huge part of this budget. And, um, you know, most importantly, really no um, raising of taxes this time. So it um, it, it was a good budget an easy-to-vote-for budget. Of course, there's some things in there that I didn't like about it, but as a whole, it worked out for the best for the district. But um, really, the ag portions of it, the investments that we've made uh, for our farmers and into the ag community were um, very much needed, I thought. so. Now, going you know, fast-forwarding here to June of 2020, do you know an idea now of how to prepare for a budget season? Now, I mean, you were right in the middle of having to vote for July 1st. So do you feel more comfortable now knowing, all right, I went through this, I can better prepare for 2020? Yes, I know now, starting in January, ending in June, I'll be listening to a lot of the agencies, a lot of... Um, you know, the ag communities, other agencies, other government officials who might need help, who are going to need this, who might not need that, um, businesses, what they're going to need, employers, what they want to see in the budget, what they don't want to see. So it'll give me, you know, more time to mm-hmm. consider, have more of a voice in the budget this year than I did last year. So I'll have more of a say now that I'll have six months under my belt, have gone through one budget, and now really learning what is needed and what's not needed. 
So speaking of that, what do you think uh, is on your slate for 2020 of what is needed for your uh, district? You know, roads are always an issue. You know, we're always under the gun because we have bad winters. Mm-hmm. We're Western Pennsylvania. It's it's what we have. But, um, you know, other things I'd like to see is education, more of workforce development, more um, skilled training, more CTE, you know, career technical mm-hmm. education, more for Votex. If they can train at a younger level, not so much, um, you know, the older, more mature employee who maybe lost their job, wants to do something new. But starting kids out, having them learn a trade, having them learn what really happens, life skills, so they can move on, so they can get out of Votech and, you know what, walk right into a job. I know there's a lot of local employers here, in uh, really in Butler County, who want to train young people because they're having trouble finding good employees who even show up to work. So I think once we train at a younger level, they'll understand and, you know, maybe we can um, get the trend on a different trajectory. Um, So education is very important. The opioid crisis, I don't want to say it's fallen off the front page, but it's not as... um, you know, the top fold as it was. So I do believe our law enforcement is doing one heck of a job in curtailing that and to really um, slow down the process of what's going on. But I'm always willing to listen what people need, um, the healthcare industry, what they're looking at. You know, that's also a, you know, a huge influence in our lives. We need the, uh, you know, uh, doctors, hospitals, whatever they need. So um, that's kind of what I'm looking for for this coming year. Well, uh, just right across the county line, Elwood City recently lost their community hospital, which is a huge loss. And those jobs have to be replaced somewhere. You can't just have all these people going around jobless. So I'm hoping, and not only, you know, the rest of Beaver County, Lawrence County, Butler County, you know, there's jobs available for those types of people, but we do have community hospitals being built by bigger groups, Allegheny General, UPMC, they're coming into our neighborhoods now, which I'm hoping that provides more opportunity for growth and jobs and uh, growing our community itself. Right, and also the healthcare of the people. I mean, those people in Elwood City, I kind of followed that um, before I went into the state house. Um, I followed you know, what was happening over there. And uh, it's so unfortunate, you know, where they've come to now. But I do worry about the people not getting the care that they need, in addition to where those doctors and nurses and administrators are going to go. Exactly. It it really is devastating to a community to lose a hospital like that. And a hospital that was a primary source of jobs as well as that was one of the leading providers. So it's tough to see, but I know that community has come together Mm -hmm. and they're doing their best to help support those. Mm-hmm. Um, another one for you is education, as uh, Southern Butler County has some of the you know, the best schools, and not only just the southern part of the county, all of Butler County has some of the top-ranking school districts in the state of Pennsylvania. What can you do to help build upon what they're already doing? Um, really, this summer, I called it the Marcy Mastella listening tour. <laughs> so in between um, the weeks that I was back in June and, and throughout the summer, I did a tour of the district and the county, and I met with all of the superintendents of the school districts within my district, Slippery Rock, Butler, Carn City. So just listening to the superintendents there and what their needs are, um, a lot of uh, you know kids going hungry. 
So mm. what's needed to help with that program? Again, like I mentioned with the VOTEC, right. what's needed to help them um, if there's any red tape that's interfering with some of the students who want to do a co-op program? It, you know, so there's... Um, I, I've just talked to them, met them, introduced myself to them, made them aware, listen, here's where we are, here's where my office is, here's my card, let me know if there's anything. Carn City has some water issues going on up there. Yeah. So there's, um, each district has what they want to see, their improvements that they want. So I'm just listening to them. Instead of me telling them what they need to do, they're telling me what they need, what they want from Harrisburg, that what they want to see come out of Harrisburg, and really what they don't want to see come out of Harrisburg to prevent them from doing anything to uh, for growth. But, um, you know, insecurity is also a major issue with a lot of these school districts. They just don't have the funding to um, for protection. Wow. So... That's other money that was in the budget that we talked about earlier that uh, that could help some of these school districts maintain what they have and really to grow their um, security departments to, to keep the kids safe and the teachers safe. So Now you're going out to the Pennsylvania Farm Show, which is one of the greatest times of the year. Uh, talk to the listeners a little bit about what you hope to see and what you lo- hope to learn about our agriculture here in western Pennsylvania. Um, you know, really Pennsylvania, the one thing that I have learned, I have to say in the six months, is the diversity throughout our Commonwealth. What happens in Pittsburgh, you know, doesn't necessarily happen out in Philadelphia, and that's the same with the ag community. Um, what we have here doesn't work in the Northeast. So what I really want to learn out there is what's best for everybody, the dairy farmers in the Southwest, dairy farmers in Northeast, Southeast what um, what they want to see. And the one advantage that I will have, and I'm really looking forward to it, is meeting with the Secretary of Ag personally and just asking him, um, where are we going next year with Ag? What do you have in mind? What are farmers talking to you about? Here's what they're telling me about. And um, I will share with him some of the... Um, you know, some of the ideas that our local farmers have. So I'm really looking forward to understanding um, really what goes on all over the state. And that's really what I've been doing for the past six months is learning a lot. Now, you also opened a newer office that better supports the uh, the 11th Legislative District. How can people find your office and come stop by, possibly, if you're in to talk with you or uh, one of your constituents? We are open five days a week from 9 o'clock to 4.30. I did move the office to a more centralized location, an easier access location, and we're right across the street from the senior high school entrance of Butler High School. Oh, okay. So we're in the old Subaru dealership building on Newcastle Road. And, um, and the reason I did that was accessibility. So, um, you know, the traffic along Newcastle Road is heavy traffic. And if people need their driver's license done, you know, if they have to fill out their property rent rebate um, forms, they can just stop in and be on their merry way. So, and we have, um, I have to say, I'm very proud of my staff that we've 
had a seamless transition from uh, my predecessor's office until now we haven't missed a day of work the phones were open even during our move we kept everything open so we um, we never missed a day of helping out the constituents of the 11th district that's amazing and anything else today that we might have missed I know that you have a busy schedule and we don't want to take up too much of your time no I'm just really looking forward to uh, 2020 and um, and again Listening to the constituents, listening to the employers in our community, different agencies, and what they need done in Harrisburg. And again, I'll say it again, call me before we take a vote. <laughs> Please call me before you know something is coming to the floor for a vote. Discuss it with me. Don't call me after the vote happens and you don't like the way I vote. Please get in touch with me first. So um, really what I'm looking forward to is just a a very successful, prosperous 2020 for our Commonwealth and for our district. And um, I'll still continue to fight for what we need back here. Thank you so much for taking time today to talk with us, giving us an insight, and we wish you a great 2020. Thank you very much for having me, Seth. Thank you. For Armstrong in the Loop podcast, I'm Seth Prentice, keeping you in the loop. Are you enjoying Armstrong in the Loop podcast? Great news. All past and current episodes are available on popular streaming apps and websites. Search Armstrong in the Loop podcast and subscribe today. When it comes to internet service, you get it all with Zoom from Armstrong. There's unlimited data for unlimited downloads, low latency for seamless streaming and gaming, plus an unmatched fiber network for speeds that can't be beat. Find out for yourself. Go to armstrongonewire.com slash zoom and get high-speed internet for as low as $34.95 a month. No contracts, no hidden fees, just internet made easy. That's Zoom Internet from Armstrong.